the top line number is the right number when you're not sure how you can do it. It's kind of scary. It's uncomfortable. Maybe it freaks you out a little bit. Then we got the right number. Why? Because if you have two numbers and you can see yourself doing both, you're not thinking big enough. You're not thinking big enough. Hi, this is Coach Joe Lucas and welcome to the Magellan Network Show. My goal inside of this communication, this show, is to share with you my nearly 30 years of coaching some of the most successful financial advisors in North America. We're going to be talking about strategies, syntaxes, we're going to bring guests on from time to time, and I'm going to share with you what's working now. So think of this show as sort of like a little one-on-one kind of mini coaching cast, if you like, where we're going to be going in depth from time to time on strategies to help you grow your business, get more effective, become more efficient, find balance in your time management, grow your business, and quite frankly, whatever else is going on in the world today. So before we get to today's episode, I'd love for you to do a couple things for me. Number one, make sure that if you're watching this on YouTube, that you subscribe to our YouTube channel. If you're doing the audio, make sure that you give us a review on whether Spotify or Apple, you know, we'd really appreciate that. And quite frankly, that does help. It does matter when you rate things and like things and subscribe to things. It helps us get the word out to more of the industry. And lastly, I have a very special gift for you. Go to MagellanNetwork.net. So one word, MagellanNetwork.net. And I have for you a complimentary membership, 100% gratis, where you can tap into about between 50 and 75 hours of master classes, forms, tools, templates, and strategies. So please go ahead and uh, make sure you go ahead and get that claim. Smash the like button and subscribe. And uh, please go ahead and leave us a review on whatever podcasting platform you're on. And now, let's get to this week's episode. Hi, it's your coach, Joe Lucas, and welcome to this episode of the Magellan Network Show. Welcome to uh, January. Welcome to 2024. Hey, I hope you're off to a great start this new year. And just as a quick reminder, last week we published, uh, it's actually 21, but 20 strategies to have a great 2024. So if you haven't watched that episode, highly recommend you do that. It's about 30, 40 minutes long. Uh, it's actually recording of a Zoom uh, that I did for our members inside of Magellan Network. Uh, it was so well received that I decided to make it last week's episode. And um, I've gotten a lot of questions on some of the strategy. So uh, what we're gonna do for the next couple of weeks is that I am going to take, probably not all 20, because we'll be here almost till uh, Memorial Day, uh, but I'm going to take certain ones and I'm going to unpack them a little bit, maybe 10, 15 minutes, give you guys a little bit more um, detailed data, some action items, if you will, from, from each one. So I thought since we're early in the year, some of you have your goals and plan for 2024. Uh, some of you are still working on your goals and plans for 2024. I thought it'd be really good to just talk about how to set goals, which I know sounds very foundational very basic, but I will tell you how many, a lot of advisors get this in my mind wrong because they they take a very rigid linear approach 
to coming up with how they set their goals, okay? So what we're really going to talk about are going to be probably three, what I call the big three, right, for most of you. Top line revenue, new money, advisory assets in essence, and uh, new households, i.e. new clients, right? And what I have found a lot of advisors do is uh, there's probably two fatal flaws. Uh, number one, it's non-specific. Number two, it's pass-fail. So what do I mean by non-specific? Hey, if I can just do better this year than I did last year. Well, that's non-specific, right? So so I always laugh when I hear that. Well, Joe, if I can just do better this year than last year, then I'm good. I said it was like a dollar better. So if you did you know, $750,000 of top-line revenue, if you used $750,001, technically you did better than last year, is that a win for you? Right, and and usually they say no, and, and and things like that. So, I think the first thing is let's not be nebulous about it. The second piece is have to understand the game. There are a ton of variables inside of our goal game. For example, uh, the two big one are going to be are going to be market variables and client slash prospect variables. Market variables. I am not a market person. I've coached advisors for 30 years, so I kind of live through them when it comes to this. But in my very simplistic world, there are three types of markets. Markets that have gone up, markets that have gone down, markets that have gone sideways. Big three, okay? And a lot of times what, what an advisor will end up doing is trying to predict the market and how that might affect their goals. And look, there's no question if you're an advisory slash fee-based advisor, uh, markets are gonna affect numbers. They just do, right? But what you wanna really do when you're doing your planning, this is different, like it's gonna, it's gonna affect results, obviously, we know that. But you can't let it affect your planning. So what I always recommend is what I call a zero market process. So just don't allow market goes up, just zero market, okay? Where's that going to affect you? That's going to affect you in your revenue numbers, and it's going to affect you in your AUM numbers, obviously. All right? So that's the first thing. All right? That's the variable. We don't, we don't control that. There's no control over what the market does. The second variable is situations. So, for example, I had this happen uh, this past year, 2023. It's uh, interesting. So one of my uh, long-term clients, she has worked with this family for many, many decades, uh, multi-generation. They decided... I think if I remember actually, mom and dad were going to retire. They uh, they had an offer on the family business from a public company. Uh, they sold said family business. And uh, after tax net proceeds, $250 million plus or minus. Well, you don't plan for that. Like you don't sit there as an advisor and say, oh, we're going to have this massive liquidity event. So it's going to skew all of her numbers, right, in terms of AUM and things like that. Good problem to have. The point I'm making is, Client scenarios, you just don't know who's going to have liquidity events, right? You don't know who's going to inherit money, you know, hit the lottery, uh, sell a piece of property, sell her business, retire unexpectedly, whatever, right? It's going to happen. Uh, conversely, unfortunately, my experience is pretty much everybody gets these calls from time to time. Clients on the phone, hey, uh, my son wants to open up a restaurant. I need you to wire a million dollars. It's their money. You know, we could debate the the logic behind backing a family restaurant. But the point is, it's their money, they're going to do whatever. So let's say you, you really don't have control over that. You just don't, okay? And then the third variable is you got to refer to somebody. One of your clients refers you. Look, it could be a young person with $10,000 to invest. 
It could be uh, somebody, uh, you know, in their 30s and 40s with a million dollar rollover because they changed jobs. Or it could be somebody that's selling their businesses and it could be worth $10 million of assets, right? We just don't know the variables. So what I'm getting at in all these conversations when you're setting goals is that what most advisors do is they set what I call a pass-fail number. And if you think about all the variables, that is not in your best interest. So what I've always recommended and at some levels demand uh, from my personal clients, we work in bands. And some of them are kind of wide sometimes, you know, depending on the business. So what do I mean bands? So I go for the, hey, realistic, minimum acceptable bottom line number, right? So I just, if you're watching the video, I'll do, kind of do it this way. Then I want some way up here, right? And anything between. So I'll give you an example. So let's say an advisor did 600000 last year of top line uh, rev. Now, we're, we're not getting into grids and net profit. It's a whole different conversation. But let's just say they produced uh, $600,000. And uh, so, hey, going into 2024, we're talking, this is a personal client. I kind of know their business. I know their velocity. I know the momentum. I know how organized they are. And uh, so let's just say we settle at a range between seven hundred and nine hundred thousand dollars for twenty twenty four. So hey, $700,000 is the minimum acceptable in terms of top line revenue and the 900 is like our brass ring. So here's how I test this, by the way. Uh, so here's a good look, just for everybody again, uh, who's gonna, who are gonna do this on their own. So when you set a, a top line, a revenue goal for your business, the lower number, you need to really be able to reverse engineer into it. So, you know, let's say, say this person's uh, basically 100% fee based, 600,000. So we got to bolt on about another 10, you know, about another 100K. Obviously, we're not going to go with simple math. There's $10 million at 1%, but it's all not going to show up in January. We know that. So, probably to make that happen, just off the top of my head, you probably need to bring in between 12 and $18 million if we're just looking at assets, right? We're not talking about insurance, financial planning fees, anything like all alternatives, nothing. We're talking pure AUM. Probably need to do between 12 and $18 million of new money throughout the year to kind of cobble together that that's on a zero bubble with the market, okay? And so you can reverse it and then you sit there and say, well, how that's gonna, how's that going to happen? Well, I'm going to bring in between, uh, you know, 12 and 18 new clients via referral. Uh, average referral is, you know, average client size is 500,000. Uh, so that'll get me, you know, 500 to a million dollars. So that'll get me part of the way there. And then I've got clients. We're going to do balance sheets on everybody else. We'll find outside assets. We'll consolidate that. We'll make that happen. Sometimes you're priced too low. You need to raise fees, make that all happen, right? So in other words, we can cobble together the recipe, how to get the lower number, right? The 700. So that's, and I want that. So that's my certainty number. Here's how we're going to pull this off. Now the 900 in this example, and I'm even stretching, you know, know, I'll I'll talk about this in a moment. I, the 900, like I want people to say, Joe, I don't know how I'm doing it. And that's okay. The top line number is the right number when you're not sure how you can do it. It's kind of scary. It's uncomfortable. Maybe it freaks you out a little bit. Then we got the right number. Why? Because if you have two numbers and you can see yourself doing both, you're not thinking big enough. You're not thinking big enough. And remember, the rule of the game is what? At the end of the year, we fall in between the parameters. So we're going to fall somewhere between 700,000 and 900,000 900, as an example. Okay. So we had up a seven, $725,000 December 31st, check a box, declare victory, right? You end up at 800, declare a box, you know, check a box, declare victory. So it does not serve the advisor to have a pass fail goal. 
because a lot of times they'll shoot high. And this is what some people, some advisors do. They get super aggressive in their mind. They'll put, oh, I'm going to go from six to 900 this year. And they end up going at, you know, 775, 800. And they think they failed. They failed, right? Because maybe, maybe the referrals that came in, you didn't get, you know, the, the asset space wasn't there. Maybe when you did your balance sheets, there wasn't as much money away that you, that you thought. Maybe the market was down 5%, right? So you, you bolt on assets, but it kind of shrunk the numbers. All these variables. So do yourself a favor and have a bottom number that you can really get your head around and a top number that you cannot get your head around, okay? Now, why do we, why would I as a coach have a have client set numbers that and number one makes them uncomfortable and number two they can't reverse engineer what like why would i do that to a person here's why hi coach joe lucas here and i'm just breaking here for a moment just to do a couple quick reminders number one uh, make sure you subscribe to our youtube channel or our podcast in addition please leave a, a comment or a review those things really really matter and uh, share this episode with three of your colleagues inside the financial services space. And lastly, make sure that you go ahead and claim your free membership inside of Magellan Network. Now back to this week's episode. It's about comfort and familiarity. This should be a whole other episode, but let me kind of walk you through it. Personal example. So, um, in this past year, uh, at our three-day vision conference, day one, uh, which is always about mindset and, and, and stuff like that, I got up there, kicked off the conference with kind of my story a little bit. This year will be my 30th year. And um, I made the comment, here's what I want to do in the next 10 years. And I wasn't planning to do it. Uh, it kinda, I kind of got caught up in the moment a little bit. And uh, I put a number out there. Here's what I wanted. Here's what my business is going to do 10 years from now. Right. It was a big number, right? It was a it was an eight digit number, and um, and this is back in February, uh, no, excuse me, uh, November, mid November, and uh, I remember what I said. I said I was on the stage. I said, "Look, you know, here's the number I'm going to go for in ten years. Here's what I'm going to do. And if you ask me right now how I'm going to do it, I don't have an effing clue in how I'm going to pull this off. I don't have no idea, right? But here's what I do know: by seeing that number every morning and letting my brain work the problem." Eventually, it will find a path for me to make it happen. This is the magic. When you set a goal that is so larger than you, greater than your current capabilities, greater than your current identity, when you set a goal like that, and you see it every morning, which we'll, we'll talk about, we'll take one of these uh, videos and we'll talk about morning rituals. And you ask yourself the question, how am I going to do X? So what I did, starting in mid-November, Every morning, I say, hey, man, how am I going to do X dollars of revenue in 10 years? And for like three weeks, I got nothing. I don't know. Man, I don't know. I just, part of my brain went, you know, you're really stupid by even articulating that thing out there and publicly. You know, uh, I go on sabbaticals. So I start my uh, holiday sabbatical week number one. I was on a cruise, which is nice. I like I like going on those. And I woke up one morning, and uh, I, was just, I was outside uh, the balcony of, of my suite and having coffee. Sun was coming up. It was nice. I asked myself the question, how am I going to do X? And, and you know, a, a thought came to mind. Well, how about this? And it was interesting because the thought that came to me was something that I declared to myself I would never do again. I, I, I did it twice. And it, it kind of failed both times. Building a coaching company with other coaches and stuff like that. 
And then I, I said, but if I want to do what I need to do, I can't do it alone. I, I can't be, I can't lift the whole thing by myself. And so because I let my brain work on it, we came to the conclusion that the only way that this is going to happen is by, is by having more who's in the game. Who, not how. And that was like a breakthrough thought. And now we've, we lean into it. So in this example, the $700,000 to $900,000 scenario, right? The advisor is going to be able to reverse engineer seven hundred. They're going to feel very confident about seven hundred. They know how they're going to do it. They can math it out. Nine hundred, they're not sure, right? But here's what they're going to do every morning. They're going to get up every morning and ask the question, how am I going to do $900,000 this year? And you're, the brain's going to go, I have no idea. Don't know. Don't know. And then it may take weeks. may even take months. But I know as a fact as a fact that the brain will start giving you some examples. Well, hey, how about this? We need to, maybe we need to, we need to get better at our COI game. You know, uh, we only have, we only have balance sheets on 10% of our households. You know, we need to, we get balance sheets on, on the other 90% or a majority of the 90%, we'll find some outside money. Oh, we have some clients that, you know, they were, um, they were grandfathered uh, at a low uh, AUM rate um, we need to raise that by 10 or 20 basis points, right? To, right, to get that right. Um, so on and so forth, right? All of a sudden now your brain starts to work, right? On problem solving the $900,000 problem, not the $700,000 problem. See, this is the thing. If you set a goal and let's just, I'm using this example. So did 600,000, hey, what's your goal this year? I want to do 700, that's it. Well, then your brain is just working the $700,000 problem. It's not working the $900,000 problem. Now imagine... If this advisor says, you know, and can I, I may push them, right? I'll say, true story, actually multiple times. So I'll I'll review my clients, my personal clients' business plans, and I'll see sometimes, um, you know, something along the lines of, you know, my goal is to do between eight hundred thousand and nine hundred seventy-five thousand dollars this year. And I always laugh when I see that, right? Or I'll see one point seven five to like one point nine five, right? And I laugh because I know exactly what that is. They, they just can't, they can't declare the big number, right? So like the six-figure advisor put that seventh fig, that seventh digit on there, right? A million. It's like, ah, oh, right? And but you need to do it. Like like in the nine hundred thousand scenario, like the example I'm giving you right now, I may, depending on if I know how well I know their business really well, I may go to that client and say, look, man, I know you can do seven. The person you are today will do seven hundred thousand. I know that identity. You I get it. I know you don't know how to do 9,000, 900,000, but if we're going to have the brain work a problem for us, why don't we have it work a million-dollar problem for us, not a $900,000 problem, right? And I'll see these goals, like I'm, like I'm sharing with you, like, you know, 975,000. I say, look, man, why don't we just put a million? Let's just make a round number. Let's just put a, like, I'm doing this on a Zoom. Hey, let's just, you know what, top line number, no, not 90, we need a, we need a million. And I'll watch their eyes go wide. I go, yeah, man, it's uncomfortable, isn't it? And you're, you're graduating. You're graduating to another digit, right? And hey, same process. Let the brain go to work. Same thing with the one point, you know, eight to one point nine nine seven five, right? Hey, let's just put two million up, and our eyes go wide. Look, let our brain work the two million dollar problem. So many of you sell yourself short. Why? Because you're planners by nature. You're analytical by nature, so you're so you're looking for certainty. And I understand that. I'm not I'm not robbing you of your certainty. When we set goals, I'm not robbing you of it. You're still going to have that low certainty number. Here's my reverse, my comfort, my, my blankie, right? I'm giving it to you. I'm not taking it. 
but you're robbing yourself of the gift of your mind. You're robbing yourself of problem solving. The brain's going to solve the problem. Look, whether it's a $800,000 problem or a million dollars, it will solve the problem. It will find solutions to your problem if you keep asking it. And that's what I do every morning. As like you know, I get up in the morning and I like I said, you know, how am I going to do X? You know, how am I going to do eight figures? I don't know. I don't know. It's impossible. What, you know, what's that going to look like? And you know, and like you will get no answers probably for a while. And if you get an answer quickly, you're not thinking big enough. That's the litmus test. Like if you can solve the top line problem, oh yeah, I just got to do that. You're not thinking big enough. Challenge yourself. This is how advisors need to set goals. And the three things, revenue, assets, and households. We're always going to set ranges. Certainty number, I have no idea number. Okay? Now, I'm also going to address one other item that I'm going to get you guys out here. And thank you for listening and watching. The term net new assets. I hate it. I loathe it, I dismiss it, I reject it. Why? You have no control over it. Case in point, some firms, again, and this is my whole thing. Well, you know, Joe, I've got a net new asset goal of accuracy. You you don't control it. And here's my example. Let's say solo advisor, right? So one person, an assistant, you know, the whole, you know, typical. Let's say they they have a stellar asset gathering year. They're bringing, let's say, twenty-four. Let's say, let's say they bring in twenty-four million dollars, which is for solo advisors. That's a good number. And I'm being honest with you. I've seen, I've, I've watched these numbers for thirty years. It's a good number. Okay. They had two clients die, and they didn't retain a lot of the children. So let's say they had ten million dollars leak out, right? Because they had two two large households die. Which, by the way, if you've been in this game any length of time, you know you're going to more funerals than weddings these days. Just a fact. Right, and let's say the market was down five percent, and you had some clients that needed liquidity because they were going to build, uh, they want to buy a vacation home or whatever. They're gonna, it's their money, right? And so at the end of the day, when everything's all said and done, your net new asset is zero, Z E R O. Did you have a bad year? Did your marketing suck? Did your develop, business development suck? Do you feel like a loser? That's why I don't like it. I know firms operate in this. I don't know how they do. Well, I know how they do. That's why they suck. And that's why they're dysfunctional a lot of times. The net new asset goal is the least reliable indicator, OKR, KPI, call it what you like, label it how you how you must, is the least reliable measurement of an advisor's practice in terms of growth, what they're doing, it's, I don't even look at it. I could care. When somebody says me, yeah, my net new, I said, I don't care about that. How much money did we attract this year? That's all I care about. You know why? I have influence and control over that. I can't control my client's die. I can't control if they want to give their kid a million dollars to open up a restaurant. I can't control if they want to go build a house, you know, on the Gulf of Mexico because it's their dream and they need $2 million out of their portfolio because they're going to pay cash. I can't control that. But should I diminish my success in asset raising 24 million because I had, and the market was down and so on. So like I said, we just zeroed it. It's at the end of the day, we, no gain. Do you feel like you failed? That's the problem. Okay. So let's, uh, let's bring this conversation home. Okay. So recap. 
when you're setting an economic goal, the, so some of you may ask, well, Joe, what percentage? I say, I mean, I don't know your business, but I'm, if I was in a room full of advisors and said, Joe, what's the minimum? Like if you had to say year over year, I'd go for probably five to 10%, probably closer to 10% at a minimum. So if somebody did, you know, 600, I'd probably look at 660, maybe even 700 as a minimum, you know, probably maybe 10 to 15%. And then the top line number, quite frankly, 25, 35, 40, you know, if you're younger in the game, you can grow as a percentage more exponentially because you go from 10 million to 20 million is a hundred percent increase, right? Uh, if you've got a, if you've got a, you know, hundred million dollar business and you put $10 million, it's 10% increase, right? So that makes sense. So, so I think bottom 10 to 15, typically, again, if you're a mature practice, but man, you put 25, 35 on the, on the big numbers, you, you know, that's scary. Like I got guys that are going to, you know, that I work with that, you know, their goals attract a hundred million dollars this year in their business. They're already a billion dollar enterprise, right? So it's really 10%. But think about bringing in a hundred million dollars, right? See, that's what I'm saying. Like you got to, the sooner you can get comfortable with the larger numbers mentally and emotionally, the sooner those larger numbers become a reality for you. So don't stymie your growth. Don't sabotage your success by thinking pass-fail, thinking linear, thinking small. Range everything. Top line needs to be, I don't know how I'm going to do it. Let your brain problem solve. It will. Trust me. I've never had a situation where it hasn't, personally and with my clients. And be patient about that. Okay? And last thing. And then I'll see you all next week. Most This is from Tony Robbins, one of my early mentors. Most human beings will overestimate what they can get done in a year and woefully underestimate what they can get done in a decade. So keep that in mind too. We're here for, when we do business planning, when I do business planning, ten, we do a 10-year, a three-year, and a one-year. Where I think the magic happens is in that 36-month window. So think about this year, 2024, but then think about where you want to be at the end of 2027. Just start thinking about that a little bit, okay? Thank you for listening and watching this episode of the Magellan Network Show. Remember, MagellanNetwork.net, we do have some tools and templates for business planning, for goal setting for this. Gratis, my gift to you. Just got to go register, sign up. Have a great day. Thank you for your time. I appreciate it. Happy 2024. Thank you for watching or listening to this episode of the Magellan Network Show. Hey, if any of this resonated with you, I invite you to come to MagellanNetwork.net and we have a powerful group coaching community of like-minded advisors. Come in for a trial. You and I will have a one-on-one -on -one conversation. Let's see if I can help elevate your game both personally and professionally.